on today's I already forgot her name. <laughs> Keeping. Yeah. Keeping it? Okay. Well, welcome to Homo Superior. Oh. We're going to talk about Injustice, uh, years one and two. The great trade paperback series that has come to us from Tom Taylor, Bruno Redondo, and Mike S. Miller. We'll get into things like why are heroes bad? <laughs> Sorry, why are heroes? <laughs> They're made of wires. And <laughs> other things. <laughs> uh, so wow. oh, hard-hitting analysis by Adam Kasari. My uh, God. Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. Clark is not here. It's <laughs> Homo Superior. Featuring oh. Nikki and Matt Myers. Nikki the and the dude. The is new. Yeah, the song, the song yeah. is new. It's cute. Yeah, well, what's your hot take? Yeah, I don't know if I like it or if I really hate it. <laughs> same. Yeah, that's, 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 same. that's same. most reviews for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, so this will be a part of like a ongoing series. We're gonna review Injustice one. So we're doing years one and years two right now. We'll do three, four, and five together as a set, and then we'll also be reviewing, reviewing the video game. <laughs> yeah, <we've> got, <laughs> uh, and then we'll review the Injustice two series, which actually just wrapped up digitally and then is wrapping up at the end of October uh, in physical copy. So, um, as far as uh, like background goes, like. The writing a story to go along with a, a visual medium like a movie or a video game mm-hmm. is bizarre. Is there something common. special about this? It's common like, though. Well, I mean, it's, it's problematic. They, they, in always, writing they style, always feel like they're an addition. Like, oh, this yeah. is like the appendix. Well, like, yeah, it's an ancillary. Shit. It's ancillary material. I mean, th- I think about it's like with like, with like uh, the Star Wars movies, and then you have like you know the Poe Dameron series or the Captain Phasma miniseries. It's trying to help flesh out the world oftentimes those they're they're not really additive uh you know they're just fine or in some cases they're absolutely terrible what's unique about this is it's absolutely captivating it's great and it's written by one of our favorite new writers tom taylor which is why we're we're talking about it today yeah and i mean this was a massive undertaking because it was five there's they're doing five years before the start of the first video game and they created a weekly series i think it ran literally for like it was digital yeah it was a digital series released weekly so that's a ton of work on it and not of its own self they were like full comics like 20 plus pages um 21 right is that what the (laughs) one is um and then, <laughs> um, but I like I think it started back in 2013. But like it just like public started in 2012. Yeah, publication of the so the the um, physical production of the books. Like I just got the final trade pack record for year five last year. So like for Injustice two, to, Injustice two was launching. Like the video game was launching by the time they finished the first like actual like uh, printed publication of the, yeah. the first series. Uh, so this is like. like so what's a, it's a side scroller fight it what, uh, it's a fighting game yeah but like isn't there a name for having that like hack and slash no it's I'm used to like Tekken 2 side scroller is the one where the camera keeps moving yeah this was a it originally started with the fighting game it was made by NetherRealm Studios which is the Mortal Kombat creators and so it basically plays the same but you're obviously in a much more brutal world than you would normally expect to see 
I think many of DC. And then how does the cast of the game relate to the series? Is it, it pretty so, much the same cast. Well, and that's what's so perfect. Yeah. If you're uh, if you're Robin, you can just throw a stick at someone and your neck. Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so that's what. Yeah. Uh, spoilers, by the way. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Well, and that's what's so incredible about the series because it's amazing how much by doing it five years in advance, they basically create like each year could have been a game in and of itself, and then they get to the game and like there's. There's a lot more uh, interesting stuff that happens in the um, books that do get picked up in the game if you like know what to look for. But at the end of the day, the game is a very different storyline than this because it's all about the um, heroes from the standard, or at least the video game standard world of heroes, going into this alternate world of injustice to save them so that because... I think like Batman gets there first and then a few other people start going over and then it becomes like this sort of crossover world dilemma thing. Whereas the second game, which is actually really cool, is it takes place specifically just with Injustice Heroes. Oh, okay. So you don't have the sort of like crossover worlds because they've fleshed out so much that they created this whole new storyline just for the characters in this video game universe, which so is really cool. what's really fascinating, I've been reading DC Comics a really long time, and there have been a lot of stories of Superman... Going like Breaking Bad, yeah. Um, uh, a lot so of Elseworlds. Yeah, basically, <laughs> he does. Dying of cancer. Yeah, cancer. yeah. Uh, um, he's basically Walter White. Uh, he. Um, so when this came out, um, I was I started reading it digitally first, like back in 2012, 2013, and I was like, uh, yeah, this is fine. I didn't love the art. I was like, I've seen the story before. It's kind of a riff off Kingdom Come, yeah. a little bit, um, in, in, to the point where. Um, the Joker kills Lois Lane in in Kingdom Come as well. Right. Uh, it's just a, that Superman doesn't go as far as the Superman does, and so I was really reluctant. And I used to make fun of you all the time, Adam, because you would always go back to this book and you'd always say how much you loved it. And we finally decided to read it, and I was like, now I get it. Now, now I there. Uh, I don't love the initial concept of it, but I think the way that Tom Taylor fleshed out the world. Well, okay, why is, don't, why don't you like the initial concept? Because to me, it's like it feels it's forced. kind of obvious. It's like the the criticism of Lex Luthor, or the best one I know, is when he says to Superman, like you're you have all this power and you think that you're good, but you're just doing whatever you want. If we really had a person like that in our world, they would be corrupted by the degree of power because they have. Because you're looking at it from a real-world perspective. I'm looking at it from, historically, the way that Superman's been portrayed in comics. And uh, for me, Superman, even though, like, even in Kingdom Come, when he gets really, really close to the edge of, like, just stepping over it, is his inherent goodness and the values that were instilled in him by the Kents always sort of pull him back. Here... He just keeps going and going and going, yeah. and it it feels like the meme of Ron Burgundy saying, "Wow, well that escalated fast," because it just escalated that's so exactly, quickly. That's the meme. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> how the meme goes. Yeah. Wow, that <laughs> was very rapid in escalation. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the meme. Oh, well, that escalated yeah. quickly. Is that what he says, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Can we just kill the conversation? <laughs> um, well, I was going to say what I like about this, and to me it actually... So two things. I think to your point, I think that's why you know we didn't really do too much when we reviewed Secret Empire, but like that's why Secret Empire didn't really work for me, because the idea of like Captain America being bad just seemed like a completely displacement of his like the overall character structure. Um, 
But then what I did like in this is that they really wrote it perfectly as him trying to fit in as a human being. And, like, especially at the end of the first book where he's, like, breaking uh, Bruce's back and then, like, he's like, I want you to remember this time where you use torture just to get what you want. And, like, he always, like, it's basically, like, he's just still a giant child, Superman, because you have so much power, you never really have to learn all the difficulties of life or anything like that. I just think it's, like... That didn't make sense to me, though. That's why... That's why I... That was my biggest problem with the series, as much as I really liked it. It felt like it was somebody who hadn't been a superhero for very long, not realizing the amount of power that he had in his hands. But by this point, Superman is an established hero. He and Lois are married. They're about to have a kid. Joker, yeah, you know, uh, for, basically tricks him into killing her. Yeah. Um, and then I understand him going crazy, but it just kept going crazier and crazier and crazier. Yeah. Do you think it's and, all... Oh, sorry. No, no, no. And at a certain point, he's been in these... Maybe not this bad of a situation, but he's been in these situations before where he's had the choice of doing something crazy, bad, and he still chooses to save a life or something like that. Yeah. So that's why every single choice after that one is just death? That's a little weird. So is is murder always and everywhere unacceptable for Superman? No, I think... Uh, Not if you're Zack Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when he then he'll kill thousands just to stop one man. <laughs> when he killed... <laughs> when he has the laser. <laughs> I'm doing good! Uh, oh, Zach. Um, uh... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think when he killed Joker, I think it was fine, actually. I don't think he became a bad person. Okay, so... so there's obviously some talk about when he actually became maybe a problematic character. When did he become the villain? If you'd like some uh, plot points. Yeah. yeah. Killing the Joker, um, s- uh, stranding Atlantis in the Sahara Desert. That was just cool. They deserved <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking up Galaxor. Oh god, that was uh, awful. Who's just like a fan of the Flash and like a C-list uh, superhero? That could have been it, honestly. Um, the forced transformation of Black Adam that could have possibly killed, killed him. Mm. Um, killing hundreds of parademons. Are you going in chronological order here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like what? What moment? I'll is just, there, is yeah. there no going back? I think it was killing Green Arrow. I mean, definitely. No, mine, mine, mine was killing, for me personally, it was killing all of those aliens. The parademons, yeah. yeah. Do you think the parademons are more important than Kalabak? The, like, leader of killing them? Killing Kalabak? Um, yeah, uh, I do. Because they're, they're, just, they're just minions doing some someone's... That was, like, a stuff. good uh, scene, because that's, like, a really good point. Because in my head, I'm definitely, like, othering the power parademons, where I'm just like, whatever, they're just fucking, like, apocalypse, like, monster people. And I'm like, oh, but they are people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think they've ever really portrayed... They think they're fighting against I mean, the parademons are not... They've never portrayed them as, like, really real... Su- that's they're what I mean. They never super... They never really right? supported yeah. that. So oh. that's what I... Like, that's where I didn't necessarily connect that, like, thought. Um, Maybe just beating up a super fan is probably... Galaxor was definitely a heavy moment, and I think to you, to, to, so just to, as we keep going through this, back to your earlier point, the whole Galaxor thing, and like in general, 
Clark is being sort of led around by Diana, Wonder yeah. Woman, who, like, in this world is a lot more, even more crazy. She's Kingdom Come Diana. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's so many, uh, um, like, Kingdom Come was such an inspiration to this book. Yeah. Uh, playing that, like, the hardened warrior, which is an interpretation of Wonder Woman that's, I think it's valid. It's not my favorite one, though, but it is a valid interpretation. I think it goes to your point of, like, what you'd realistically expect. Like, if you were this super Amazon woman, like, why would you have this heart of gold? Like, you would have you'd be like no fuck you I'm a giant Amazon woman I'm yeah. like this is the way that we have to do it and might is right and things like that well Ares is worried that Diana is the perfect counterpart for Superman yeah I and like it's, yeah. it's a little bit weird in my mind because the point of the whole story is yeah even if you try and stop certain fights uh, war will continue so it's like Ares doesn't have a very good reason for being afraid on that level. Like, there's still going to be violence. There's still, there's still people fighting chaotically. Yeah, but is he there was... A, I think uh, my question is, is there a better reason for why Ares is actually concerned than the absence of Well, because he said war? he was more concerned about them having children. Because, I mean, if they end up fully in power, they're going to have a full-on police state. Yeah. So there's not going to be any more war because they're going to shut it all down before anything happens like they've been trying to do these entire two years. But how hot would that kid be? Wonder Woman's body with uh, a Clark Kent's chin. Oh. It's and like the ass curl. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Into oh, sexy. Into it. The other uh, issue I had with it, and it feels like I'm shitting on this book, which is unfair because I really, really, really liked it and I think the Tom Taylor's writing style is away. phenomenal, is there were too many of the other good guys who were just going along with Superman just because he is Superman. They were like, we, we you've always led us, you've always been our inspiration, we're always going to like fight with you, but then you see him doing these series of like bad decisions and they still stay with him. But isn't that like Nazism and like every other yeah, kind of cult? Sure, <laughs> but, 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 but these are DC heroes. They're like like people like Cyborg. I mean, I know Flash has his moments of it, of, it of relegates them decisions. to being like the already the subjects that they're not their own full person. Which is which is I think the uh, intrinsic sort of limitation of the series that it has to follow the rigid guidelines of the video yeah, game to get to the plot line to get to the point so you've got like, the Batman team and then you've got the exactly. Superman team and it just didn't feel true to some of the characters well what I do like is that there's a dichotomy of most of the superhumans or metahumans are on Superman's side because I think the I, like the whole theme of the fact that Batman's team is basically just the Bat women essentially yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then um, I Angry just Nero. I like that because they're very hu- like it's the humans versus like the super beings and I think in some capacity, I'm sure having that additional power probably feels good. So if you've been, like, super-powered and you're fighting with, like, kid gloves on while all your villains are running around killing people do all this stuff, once you go over that edge and you're like, wait a minute, we can we can do better than the humans can themselves. It's a very, like, easy storyline that's been played out, just like robots. You know, it's like, it's almost like an AI storyline where the AI's understood that it's, like, in order to make you humans better... We have to do it this way rather than the way you want to do right. it. And so taking away free choice is what causes, obviously, humans to react and say, no, we want to be able to make our mistakes. So, I mean, like, if you were actually in this world, though, do you think you would be Team Batman? Like, we know that it, it, it starts it's with it becomes a police You just said you were thing. happy with the para, like the parademons dying. Like, I think up until book two, no one would No, really... I said I didn't like that. Oh, but even if you did, 
Like what? Like what point do you stop going? I'm done being Team Superman because I, I, initially his his point is I think kind of reasonable. Like the Joker is really awful and he's responsible for the death of hundreds of thousands, if not millions. Why are we like letting him? That, that's be understandable. In some and place? some of the criminal stuff, I'm sort of like, well, it's not doing the worst thing. But uh, the fact of like the force that is like instituting a curfew and like. Obviously, not being sort it's, of any sort yeah, of like the helpers, fa- the fascism like stuff. Yeah. Like it was like it accelerated very, very quickly. I know that's the story that they wanted to tell, but right. I felt I got a little bit of whiplash from that. Well, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, to me, it seems like yeah, fascism suddenly is there. Uh, you like, mean global peacekeeping force? <laughs> yeah, that's, actually, that's, like, sorry, that's what I meant. Uh, global <laughs> peacekeaping force. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it happened suddenly. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I think. I think we would want to think we're on the side of Batman, but Batman kind of has his own weird rules that are about, you know, being a vigilante, and he sets his own moral code and laws. Like, to me, it's a little bit bizarre to draw the distinction on being a hero by murder. Having set, Saying Superman can't kill a person, or Batman can't kill a person, is a little bit weird when you also have Wonder Woman, where it's like, I don't know that that's part of her historic code, that she can't murder. Uh, Certainly not in this book. She crushes that dude's skull. Yeah, she fucked fucked up a lot of people. (laughs) Why did she do such a heel turn? She did more of a heel turn than I think even Superman did. Well, I don't think that she had a heel turn. Because she won that Super D. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's like, oh, Lois is dead? I'm moving in. I really like that plot line that it's especially with um, guess whose womb isn't occupied. Especially with uh, with Atlantis, where he's like, "Oh, tell tell um, tell tell Clark, I'm sorry." And then he's like, "Oh, did he say? Did he say anything else?" And she's like, "No." He he specifically asked her, "Hey, was there anything else he said?" Uh, No. No. Uh uh. Like she is such a bitch. Uh uh. No. Um. Yeah. So we eventually like. Like, there's one thing that I do like about this comic, which was a general respect for heroism, that when Nightwing mm-hmm. dies, everyone stops fighting basically immediately. Um, there's constant concern about Gordon's cancer. Mm-hmm. So people who are supposed to be villains, like, I don't know, is it, I mean, in this universe, is Lex Luthor just not a villain, or... Has he done some reformation? Aren't they, I, aren't they going with more of the aspect of him and Clark actually being really close? Yeah, it was a it was a friendship storyline where he was just I think he was a more of a guiding point for him, and that's why he's ends up helping. You know, like why he's on the side of the humans. He's not a villain in this world for sure. But in this, I mean, in this universe, there's kind of a um, there's a respect for someone who's even your enemy. Um, although I guess he did punch the Joker through the heart. So and I think maybe I'm saying no, but you're, but you're talking about like uh, an enemy that was once your friend, right? Uh, like, no, 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 you know, they is... play that very well, like where they're doing things. It's just like it's war. It's like they're doing things, but civilly, where they're like, uh, and it keeps you as you continue. It's a to civil read, war you as you continue know. to read the books. <laughs> as you continue to read the books, like it, it, they get you know more and more spiraled out. But like that's what's the most interesting part of this, I think, is that there's always all these conflicts, yeah. but people are they still see each other as human beings. And I think really more than anything else, it's Batman and Superman that are probably the farthest on the range of just looking at the other side as bad. Right. But, like, everyone else is kind of just wrapped up in this thing and just trying to help figure it out and solve it. 
Um, and I think it starts getting worse because the pro- the whole we'll see in like later years because that's I mean if you've played the video game or know anything about it it's like there are also actual villains on part of Superman's like regime by yeah. the end of the year by end of year five yeah so the way that it's really cool and I probably should, having Harley Quinn was great yeah that's and it's, I loved her being kind of a POV character for a little bit yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a she gets so much more um, development before like being in because there's if you just play the game straight off it's very like what the and, fuck like, and her heart to heart with uh, what's her face as Black well Mary. Black Mary yeah. Really good. yeah the three of them their relationship oh, the, is the, awesome the, the, I the like Green that. Arrow stuff was great I yeah. love that the Green Arrow's like she's like why don't you just give me a little laugh you know like maniacal like and he's like no she goes. Come on, please. I love. That's my maniacal laugh. I love the 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 joke of like, why do you call it the arrow cave? Why do you call it the quiver? Yeah, that's actually better. And then he keeps calling it the arrow cave. We call the quiver. Yeah, you can see his like. It's so great for like Tom Taylor's writing style is fantastic. What just happened? Ryan He wanted to not make noise. So he 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 went to a different room to open a bottle of champagne and it just started spraying champagne everywhere. everywhere. And he's laughing now because he used all my clothes. Now that's a maniacal laugh. Oh my god. Yeah, actually, alright. Come on, give me oh look you're just covered in champagne. <laughs> Clean it up. Give me um, a best give me a best maniacal laugh. I think I just did. Oh, we, yeah. <laughs> Everyone do their best maniacal laugh. Kalen's plotted. He's going to destroy the earth with volcanoes. And yeah. he says <laughs> and he laughs. <laughs> oh, I no. hate it. Nikki, what do you got? Oh, I feel like I don't have anything. Oh, for come this. on. You Nikki, must have. Nikki decided to cover the world in flowers. And kill everyone. Now laugh. <laughs> yeah. She just killed everyone with allergies. No, I feel like it'd be a thing where I would just laugh silently. Because that happens when no I laugh one... really hard. All the oh, like your mouth is yeah. like that. That is a pretty good laugh. Oh. Yeah, just so she's just orgasming? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Matt Myers? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. 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 Oh, no. That's it. No, he did it. Let's, hear your, the, let's yeah. hear your maniacal laugh. Come on. I don't know. I have to like. All right. So okay. So you've just released Matt. You didn't even read the book. You could have. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Now is not the time to read it. Uh, (laughs) But you've released the kraken. It's going to destroy. And the kraken's made of bees. It's made of bees. Give me a second. Let me like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you have a second because you've just destroyed New York (laughs) with your kraken. (laughs) And Matt Myers says. I, I don't. Well, yeah, no. Of course, it's it's organic. No part of having a maniacal laugh is normal. It's all forced. Clark would do a really good maniacal laugh. Yes. He would never do it on this podcast. He would never do it. He was like, "How dare you ask me to do something?" (laughs) (laughs) I feel like his laugh. That's your maniacal laugh. (laughs) 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 Just get your uh, fiance on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, Tristan doesn't. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I, I you sound like Fran Drescher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a French machine I feel like gun. Clark's laugh is uh, is like an, it's like gonna be Irish. Uh, oh, 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 yes. oh. Uh, it. Oh my god. That's mine. That's bad. 
uh, I just killed your family with a kraken <laughs> or octopus type creature. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I okay, was so there's before I was so uh, rudely interrupted by champagne popping and spraying everywhere. Did you hear it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we heard your laugh. We also heard you laugh. You go <laughs> as you just poured champagne on my clothes. Um, I was gonna say this, like when we'll see halfway through. I think it switches over to Brian Bucatello. That's yeah. his last name. Bucatella. Um, Who's a colorist? Great deli meat. Um, Is that a way of saying a racist? <laughs> He's a person of colorist. But so, what I was going to say is so the first two and a half years, because um, he does the first book for year three, are just phenomenally written. I think Tom Taylor's got a really good sense of progressive writing. So, there's very little thought bubbles unless they're used to move the story forward. I think like so thought bubbles are really not used very much in comics these days there's very few comics that have them now yeah, well, it, they try to bring them back every once in a while and it comes off awkward it does sorry I was going to mainly mean like narrative like pat like I think the biggest problem that I find with like because we've talked about this in our regular Justice League conversations where yeah. it's like I love Snack Snyder's overall plotting and narrative Snack Snack Snyder I just get so exhausted by reading it because it's all written, and it's actually even like, I love you know Alan Moore stuff is great, but it's a lot. It's like very it's old a lot school. Of it's very a lot of old school purple pro exactly. And so like I love that this is not only meaty and has like good dialogue and good conversation. It's not like our like shitty. Um, what is it? Uh, Greg Guggenheim. Yeah. Fucking Greg like, Goose. where everything moves. Greg Guggenheim. I love that you just like him. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Everyone gets a different name. Yeah. But I'm just like... You just, know Matt Snyder. <laughs> I'm just so impressed by how much story ground they cover while not... While making everything about conversation rather than a lot of no, voiceover. No, he's... he's look, I mean, uh, Taylor is very smart in how he writes stuff. He lets the artist take over when the artist needs to. I just wish, like, the art was so inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, there, there are issues where, like, my God, it's beautiful, and there are times it's, like, it's hideous. I mean, weekly, it's, yeah. it's a weekly series. I get it. Uh, but, like, some, it just was, the varying degrees of quality kind of pulled me out of the story a The covers for both of the, like, actual trade paperbacks are so wonderful. I love them. So They're, a They're a little bit weird. They're a little bit weird. <laughs> I just like the design. I like the heavy lines. I, like... It just feels I like good the first to me. one better. So compared to uh, Marvel Civil War, which is well, that's really gonna, yeah. reminiscent of it is. Um, yeah. And Civil War came out first. Yeah, you have the two camps, obvi and obviously the movie was a little bit about this as well. Mm -hmm. But uh, Captain America was the Batman, the sort of vigilante uh, under underdog. Yep. And then Superman is Iron, Iron Man had uh, yep. the same thing, all powerful, sort of too <clears throat> powerful for their own. Uh, having more of like a fascist slash statist like sort of Bent, view of the yeah. world. Yeah. Correct. Can this story only be written if it's like basically? through the underdog sort of view. I mean, sure, some people yeah. agree with Superman or Iron Man's side, but can can you really write that? Well, for this one specifically, uh, I mean, there's no way with sympathizing with Superman. Yeah. Like, in this. You just can. cannot. And if you do, you've got some serious problems. Well, I think I that, know. I mean, there. I think there's, I think that's what the second book is about, is the actual full heel turn of, like, with Black Canary yeah. recording everything. Because yeah. I think there were many people in, and I would believe even in, the like, the world today, yeah. if someone showed up and was like, all right, I'm going to police all of you, someone would be like, yeah, it's about time we got rid of X, Y, Z. Well, yeah, I mean, look who's in, you know, the White House right, right. now. But, like, um, 
Is it me? It's Doctor Who. Am I in the White House? Is this the White House? This line of succession is really weird. Um, But with Civil War, Mark Miller, who wrote that, even said that, like, which is weird, he said that Iron Man was actually the more sympathetic side. No one believed it, and I don't think that's the way it came out, but, like, there was more of a nuance, I feel, with Civil War than there was with this. I think that when you watch the movie, people go, oh, I love Captain... Captain America is the hero of it. And like, well... Tony Stark isn't 100% wrong. The movie no. does it a, a much better job than the comic. Yeah. Well, in the co- I mean, I think the stakes are probably lower for Marvel. And that was actually my question is like, could they replicate the scale of story? And yeah, I this think was, the Marvel thing was in continuity, so they couldn't make, they couldn't right. be like, they couldn't rip out Scarlet Witch's face. Or right. Well, because it's kind of, but the idea is like. Wait, well, they did that in the comic? They did that in the comic. No. Because <laughs> the idea is no, like. No, in the comics, it was in continuity. But like in this. They ripping out her face. I was in continuity. That's just something I want. Okay. That's just something I want. Because <laughs> it's like, it was interesting to me because I, we were actually, and that it's bringing up the bigger point of like alternate realities anyway. Like I tend to like a lot more of Marvel and DC universes that are written in alternate realities because there's yeah. a lot more higher stakes. They can do a lot more. Sure, but what was, 100%. what was interesting is like, this is almost to me, it feels like the, and I love this series as well, the age of apocalypse where it's like, just something completely different. There's some new players, change players. But, like, Marvel has to use a villain to cause a really, like, regime. Like, I don't think there really is a... Are there heroes in Marvel that could be, the su- like, the real Superman? Not just sort of like, oh, mutants have to, like, or superheroes have to register and will be, like, more of well, a force. What are you talking about? Civil War was, I mean, it was caused by uh, a reaction in Stanford, Connecticut. Right. But it was Iron Man who basically said, we need to register ourselves before like the government registers us. Right, but what I'm saying, I, I was saying if you could apply, could you apply, I get the thematic parallels in terms of like hero sure. versus hero, but I mean in this particular situation, it was someone becoming fed up with the fact that war needs to stop. Like, could they do that? In the, like, the only person I could think of in the Marvel Universe that could do it would be fucking what's his name? What's that? Century, Century. Yeah. which is like, but no one would care because it'd be a shitty storyline. No, I think I, I don't think it would be the same kind of a like all powerful Superman type character. But I do think you know having Iron Man being the sort of stand-in for the authoritarian in Civil yeah. War, you could have someone do do it like that because he's using his intellect to be able to do it. I could see like Reed Richards doing something Creating like that through his through his like. His intellect like and global his, peacekeeping. Any force. hero. This is. I think the thing that I like about this is that any hero could become what Superman becomes in this story. That that degree of power or uh, ability to influence someone. If you don't have natural checks on it, you become a monster. So I think yeah, anyone in the Marvel universe could become I, like I, Superman. I, I think yeah, that's probably right. I think it might be better actually because of not be as all powerful it would be more checks and balances which uh, would be nice and also I think they're <laughs> more they say, and they're like, they're like the electoral college for Iron Man yeah exactly <laughs> he won Michigan Wisconsin and Pennsylvania yeah. um, but uh, <laughs> but um, I think there are more shades of gray in the Marvel characters yeah. um, whereas uh, DC characters for the most part have been presented as black and white I think I would have liked this a lot more. Oh, if, you're if, a colorist if, now. Mm, just like Brian Bucaletto. Bucaletto. Bucaletto, yeah. Um, it's me, Bucaletto. I think I would have liked this a lot more if like, they'd shown this earlier in Superman's career than, than 
than showing him super. Yeah. No, 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 but like, like he's still there was that dictator phase I went through. Well, I mean, like, like uh, as part of my resume, <laughs> or there, dictator for five years, or there was like some kind of uh, in-story reason why he it, it led to him like going down this path. Because what we're supposed to imagine is this is like kind of a veering off point. I mean, from... his wife and child did die. Yeah, but it also well, he did kill them. Though. Yeah, he just <laughs> killed. He them. was made by a villain to kill his wife and child. That no, unknowingly. Excuses, excuses. I have a solution for you, Superman. Why don't you fucking kill yourself? Because you did all that terrible stuff. Honestly, I honestly, yeah, I'm. I'm. Why don't you, why don't you turn that laser beam? Back on yourself. It's just it, it is you it is the mean? one nah, it is the, those it is, laser eyes. It is the one thing that is keeping me from like completely just absolutely loving this book is just my inability to believe that Superman would do those things. Now the thing I like about it is that it's set aside. It's this kind of like it's a universe where things matter, but they don't influence the real universe of like Superman. So yeah, this is like an interesting yeah, a dalliance. Sure, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's an Elseworld is what it is. That's what they used to yeah. call the, the DC Comics that had, like, stuff that was not set in the main universe. Um, sure, but it is veering off a point where, of the universe that we knew. So Superman, we can assume, acted the same way up to this point, and then he, you know, he he has his heel turn. Well, okay, and, so... And, 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 no, 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 uh, it's just, like, it's not that he, like, loves his wife and, you know, his unborn child... He, he loves. He, he hates them. <laughs> he killed them. Yeah. Uh, he loves humanity so much, like that is such an intrinsic part of the way I view Superman. Right. And my favorite Superman stories are about his humanity. That like them like peeling away at it. Well, they even have that rather, flashback on the bike, like the kid with the bicycle sort of thing. Yeah. They, I think they specifically have that to create right. that. Situation. Which which I think made it even worse for yeah. me is that it just. I had a hard time believing that. Well, okay, so then are you bothered by something like Red Sun or alternate universes? No, that, well, one Red Sun was a little bit different. It's where Superman it lands in Russia in, like, the early 20th century and ends up becoming, like, this communist paragon. But he, but, but he ultimately, <laughs> but he ultimately uh, chooses to be a good guy uh, in Red Sun. Um, so not really. I think despite I, his communism, got it. <laughs> but uh, I like that's my, the point I'm trying to make is if they had said something about this Superman about why he would have certain tendencies and gave like an in-story explanation, I would have liked that a lot more. <laughs> they and, they did, little, and they didn't. It's they, because they, they took the Superman you know, correct? Right? And, and it's then the, they try it, to pervert that. Yeah, it's the Superman that we all kind of read in like everyday comics, and then this is this is the conversion points. So there's a the inflection point. So yeah, to that that degree, there's much more forward action to change him rather than a previous like in the past reason for his thinking because they they kidnap his parents like the US government kidnaps his parents mm-hmm. he's dealing with all of this war across like I to me it felt somewhat natural because after he's become a broken man because of the loss of his wife and child there's a whole series of other situations that occur that continue to I think showcase to him that again I go back to the AI example I think he slowly discovers that you can let, like, a computer could love humanity or be programmed to love humanity and love it to death, essentially. And I think that's some capacity of this. Where I it's saw like, her. <laughs> <laughs> um, her? Yeah. So, her. yeah, I mean, you definitely have to accept the premise to begin with. Yeah, and once I got, I was able to, once you not, uh, yeah, not necessarily story. accept it, but be okay, be tolerate, like, yeah. tolerate it, yeah. And by the time I got to book two, when which is what I want to talk about now, is, like, the Green Lantern and the Sinestro core stuff. 
it was like, holy fuck, this is fantastic. Oh, Isn't okay. it kind of fun to hate Superman, though? He's too good. So I've never that... really liked him that much. Thank you. And I'm also, so, like, being a more casual DC Universe reader, like, I'll read a couple Batman series. I'm a much more formal one. Yeah. I wear a black tie every time. I mean, I, I that. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta read this comic. <laughs> but like, it's a white tie, it's tails. So, so anyway, so I don't have as much exposure to Superman other than when we read Kingdom Come or like the cartoons when I was growing mm-hmm. up. And I always, I always thought he was too much of a goody two shoes. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it was him loving humanity, and I think he completely severed that the second that Lois was gone, which is why like mm-hmm. him completely devolving tracked. At least for me, it tracked because I feel like he had nothing holding him down anymore. And even by the time like. He got to his parents and he was like killing Green Arrow and they were like, calm down, stop. Like he was unreachable because he didn't care. Lois, for him, represents humanity fundamentally. Mm-hmm. That yeah. when she dies, and it's like from the machinations of another human being, that is, is such a philosophically like heartbreaking kind of idea that he's destroyed the thing that he's supposed to love. To me, it's not as bothersome that... Superman, who's someone we kind of love, I think watching movies, they they just do a very poor job of representing the the good natured uh, part of him. I think you're like, talking about the current movies, right? The Zack yeah, Snyder yeah, movie, Matt, Matt Snyder. Because I think I think Snack Snyder, yeah. Snyder was definitely influenced by this book, though, because like all the stuff that he has in Batman v Superman, yeah, like all like the weird dreams that Batman has about yeah. Snyder, like, fascist with the. Uh, with the um, uh, like the the sort of the, the super soldiers that have like the Superman symbol yeah. that is taken directly from this book. I mean, these are fantastic, and that's so. What is really cool about the five years for this first series is that year one is basically the setup. Year mm-hmm. two is sort of the Green Lantern universe right. kind of perspective. Year three is dealing with supernatural. So Constantine yeah. comes in. Year four is gods and goddesses, so a lot of people get involved from more of a... Uh, mythological. One, exactly. Yeah. And then year five is the heroes and villains which builds into the actual uh, video game. Uh-huh. So yeah. I love the fact that the years are broken out because it is... Each one of these in and of themselves could, like... Year two is, to me, the most fantastic DC movie that will never get made. Like, it's just... I think it's so crisp and clean and, mm-hmm. like... There's so much high drama, and then what happens with many of the lanterns? Like it's just in, an incredible read to me. He writes Sinestro really well, and he actually writes so. Um, revising what I said earlier about like the various heroes that line up with Superman, the one that makes the most amount of sense is Hal Jordan. Because mm-hmm. Hal Jordan, being the sort of like defender of like being like like he's almost like a Blue Lives Matter kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's like I'm a space cop. I believe that like a, yeah. like authority is always correct. Space cop. <laughs> uh, I, I, I believe Sorry, that. Jean-Claude Van Damme. I mean, there's there's a line from like Jeff Johns' Green Lantern uh, early on that says that, you know, um, only, the, o- only the guilty need to worry about like authority or about, you know, Oof. any kind of... Uh, Yikes. I mean, it, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, but that's I'm what it is. Right. But, like, but that, that's that what is, they want. But yeah. that's, that, that's Hal Jordan to a T, which right. is why I don't really like that character very much. But he's... He's very true to the character. No, Guy Gardner. As much as I wanted to like Guy Gardner, he's just so hard to like. He's just unlikable. <laughs> he's so rough and tumble, huh? His, yeah. His name is Guy. 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 Yeah. What are we? What is that guy? I liked Kyle Rayner until he was Gardner. pulled apart in four places. Oh my god! That is quite possibly my favorite uh, sequence of like reading yes. this. Getting the second book, like after having read the first one and dashing onto Amazon to buy it, and then yeah. reading this first chapter, I was like. 
this is so cool. Like, I just, like, flat, 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 it, yeah, flat, it's flat, like, flat. it's such a nerdgasm. It was like such a nerdgasm because I was like, the dialogue is great. It's so dramatic of an ending for like the first book, like the I wonder why those first issue of the so book. I know. Right? Do you think it's, to me, one of the most unreasonable parts is any, putting any trust in Tristan. Sinestro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if he was going to be a character, this is who Tristan would yeah. be. Yeah. I actually know, I thought they did a great job of building up. Like, A, no one knows this happened. B, when um, Despero shows up and like he basically murders him, they give you the interlude, which is that flashback to like him and Jordan yeah. destroying. Like, he plays it really well and honestly, he comes out in Injustice 2 as well in the series. Yeah. And, like, yeah, Tom, I would love to read a Tom Taylor Sinestro or, like, something more. Like he's just so good at it because yeah. he toes the line perfectly because his dot in the Injustice 2 series, um, Sinestro's daughter shows up and just having them have conversations alone is, is really Sinestro. nice. He, he is Sinestro. delightfully uh, Shakespearean. Yeah. Um, there are so many moments which he contrives to make uh, work in his favor. A uh, very Iago type character. Yeah. yeah. However, within this universe, weird pull. But everyone okay. says, That's true. everyone in this universe is like, I don't fucking trust you. Yeah. And he goes, Yeah, you shouldn't trust me. <laughs> and I was like, I guess we're going to trust you now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's never, I always found it like it's never a, and you'll see it even in Justice 2, it's never the fact that everyone doesn't trust him is that they have to rely on him. And I think that's where Superman's yeah, like, I need, if the Green Lantern Corps is going to come here to get me, I need to stop that. Why does everyone I, in the Yellow Lantern Corps just have fucking, giant teeth? Yeah, they just look like monsters. Like I love our group. Like, I love when Guy Gardner's like, like, his name has Kill, and then... <laughs> 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 it's like, why are you working with them? And there's the whole planet. The green... Mogo! I love Mogo is an Alan Moore creation. Why do you love that? Um, I think it's so... Okay, so first of all, I, the it's idea of the Green Lantern Corps is wonderful. It's almost like, kind of like... Space cops, yeah. Yeah. like Jedi Knights, uh, which is something that I fucking love as a kid. Like and, a lot. Uh, and then the idea of, of a sentient <laughs> planet being a Green Lantern, there's something so fucking bizarrely kooky about it. It is the DC it's universe. It's space, like it needs to be like that. Like to have everyone just be some random I mean, there's a goddamn, humanoid. There's a chipmunk that has a Green oh, Lantern. Oh, Chip is my favorite. Chip is oh, great. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a no one pays attention to the small guy and then he gets a oh fucking spear God. through his head. Oh, that's great. <laughs> they do, like, and uh, so that's actually one of the, I want to talk about the deaths. Because I mentioned before that alternate realities are great because it involves, to me, one of my favorite things is just like why I love Game of Thrones is permadeath. Like anyone could go at any time sort of thing. Yeah. Most so, people call it death. No, because we don't I'm thinking of video game terms. It's the real yeah. death. I know, I'm thinking of video game terms. The true death, yeah. So, uh, what, what death in the book impacted you the most? Martian Manhunter for me. Oh, oh yes. Well, I, uh, wait, I thought that was a presumed death. No, he's definitely no, dead. He's, he's definitely dead? Yeah, yeah, they even say he's You saw his skeleton burn alive, so I think. And skeleton is a weird word because he's... Alien skeleton. Jelly. Yeah. He was he was downloadable content for the game, but he was definitely dead in the game. Okay. <laughs> um, That's, no. He was the worst character to play with. Yeah, that was his play. I'm going to revise it to Martian Manhunter. I love Martian Manhunter so much, and... Him being Batman's agent and pretending to be Hot Girl mm-hmm. is so fucking like on brand for that character. Oh, so Hot great. Girl's 
sucks. Yeah. <laughs> she has a very, it's yeah. a weird, like, she, I think, basically just disappears after the first book, yeah. like, the they, first year. There's one character, Raven is, like, always seen hanging out with him, seen in the background. She doesn't get a single line. She comes back, show. yeah, she comes that's back big in year three. You know, that's yeah. so Raven. That is <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's so her, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I hate that joke so much. <laughs> that's so good. I definitely, oh, good. Oh, no. I was just gonna say that the biggest death to me was uh, Green Arrow because I thought that yeah. his like because yeah. to get there sort of like uh, well because you don't see the bar story until the second issue like second book but like they like again I the trifecta of Harley Quinn Green Arrow and Black Canary like just drive that first book for me not yeah. even like I didn't even like these characters before and then I like fell in love with them especially Green Arrow and Black yeah. Canary. Because all I've known of really Black Canary is fucking that terrible actress on... Oh, Dinah Lance. On, oh, yeah. And, like, Laura it was... Lance, sorry. Laura and so Lance. to build up to that, like, Laura, the whole Laura. thing of, like, I'm gonna come, like, and then he goes, and he... I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come. <laughs> Right, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. And it's just, like, so... I mean, really, both of their deaths are actually so... They're perfect centerpieces for the book, because mm-hmm. I think they're both very human, um, and... But yeah, like the whole panel shot of him like thinking about her as he's getting punched to death by Superman is like it's like heavy. I was like, well, not a death, but uh, Galaxor, the whole thing where the Flash realizes, oh, you were a really big fan of mine, (laughs) yeah, and then you were just brutally beaten in the middle of a street in front of everyone in the most embarrassing way possible. It's like uh, Beyonce (laughs) and Jay Z slamming someone to the ground, and Solange going to check in on them, be like, "Oh no, you're a fan of mine." (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I said something, and you you really fucking put a pin in it. What did you think? uh, I mean, there's some stuff which felt like a waste of time. Like, did you guys think the apocalypse invasion in general? No, no, no. I think, I think, I think it was important to show the the amount the of massacre that yeah, like yeah, the how far he would go to do it. But the, the thing I was gonna say about Darkseid is, um, so Jack Kirby created Darkseid, right? And uh, he was the perfect antithesis for Superman. Superman was created by two Jewish characters, two, uh, two Jewish creators, not characters. <laughs> but they were, I mean, they were characters. Jewish characters that created by two Jewish people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> very meta um, and it's very much a like an immigrant story it's it's very like progressive in the way that it unfolds and Darkseid is Jack Kirby is also Jewish Darkseid is basically a giant space Nazi mm. and because like his whole thing about anti-life that's what he's always trying to, to, to seek isn't death it's the subversion of freedom it is it is uh, enslaving mm. everybody and so having, like, a fascist going up against another fascist, it was very... It was just absolutely interesting. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Well, and I, I think that's used to to the original point of, like, that does get people on Superman's side. Because, like, to have a intergalactic invasion and then be able to just destroy, like, be like, great. It's, it's their 9-11. I, I mean, I, yeah. Like, it's a, it's a perfect reason to at least generate some... Ex- like, why people are like, yeah, we do need a global peacekeeping force because... Yeah. We want to make sure we're protected. Well, yeah. so, I mean, like, organizations like the um, Green Lantern Corps, are they morally ex- acceptable? Because, like, why? what's the purpose of letting Krypton die? Uh, why, why should we allow an organization that has these guardians who think that they know what's right and wrong be the ones who make extraordinary judgments about millions of people? <laughs> Because the thing about Krypton was it was like a natural progression of what was going to happen. It wasn't some kind of a uh, extra natural instant that destroyed Krypton. It was it was it was 
Kryptonians kind of fucking themselves and their planet, which is why I mean, it was an ecological disaster. Zod. (laughs) (laughs) He makes a really good point. (laughs) And Zod, we try. No, but like, wouldn't wouldn't the morally right thing to do be to try? Okay, I've got Green Lantern powers. I can make ships out of my imagination. Why not evacuate people? Why let an ecological issue be what? determines the fate of an entire Yeah, species. I don't know. It's a, it's a good... That's the whole point of why Superman is so upset. Yeah. Well, I'm asking you. Do you why think would you like, that? Do you think that the well, Green Lantern like Corps is acceptable? I mean, if, if you put them under the space police, there's a time, like, they're just, they're, wor- they're working. They're, like, that's a job. Like, I mean, when you put it down to it, like, hey, it's a job. just doing my job. job. Right, well, that's what I'm saying, is, like, they're deciding what is worth, because, like, when there was the Parademon invasion, how come, I mean, like, Hal Jordan was already assigned to protect that sector, but they could have sent more if they wanted to protect it. I think there's a certain level of... Like, if one... Because, like, you have to think about this. They're keeping track of God knows how many planets. Yeah. If one planet goes, it's a blip on a radar. It's yeah. not like a... the Green Lantern at the time of what's it? Like... Witches. Witches. Yeah. Of the apocalypse Krypton? and... Uh, no, no, the Krypton. No, no, oh, the, when yeah. Krypton died? I don't know. Might have been Mogo. Arkila. <laughs> it was Mogo. He was just hanging My out and eating chips while seeing... Oh, that's right. Hi, guys. All right. Okay, okay no Mogo. back. <laughs> Your gravitational pull is making me uncomfortable. Well, and it might also be the thing that, like, if they knew how powerful that each of those Kryptonians could become, why would you want a full planet of them? I would never want to hang around Kryptonians. But... Well, then, I guess I'm canceling. Hey, let's fly out of here. I I don't think I'd, like, say, like, yeah, you all should die. Because... Uh, whatever you know, uh, er- uh, earthquake issue you have. Mm. You but know? also, like, like it's like I don't want you like stay yeah, away. Yeah, but from, you're not against stay away one of the other big Don't send me yeah. any of your kids. Catalonian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Catalan. I'm Catalan. I love that. Gentha really fucking just obliterated. Um, Sinestro core people left and right, which yep. I really appreciate. Now, Matt, so many uh, you've read all the comics now. Just <laughs> <laughs> quietly reading. You're uh, making your way hot, through it. Hot take yeah. on it. What are your thoughts? Uh, so, reading it, the first <laughs> thought I had is I was like reading what's happening in the very so beginning. So, anyways, I'm <laughs> really- <laughs> <laughs> oh, so basically, uh, one of you guys was like, when Joker killed Lois Lane, so I was like, oh, so Lois is about to die. And then, like, literally two pages over. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, oh, when I said spoiler alert, you should have paid it's it. It's real time. Yeah. It's real time. Right? I know, I should have read it before. Do you really like Superman? No, I think he's kind of boring and dull. Yeah. But I, like, think in a weird way he represents, like, I don't know, he's like a starting point kind of superhero. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, like, all good and truth and all that stuff, and then, like... The shit that doesn't matter. The shit that doesn't yeah. matter. But then all the other ones the are shit, when you get a little bit older, like, it's all a lie. You know what I mean? I think Superman's a hard character to write well, but when, hmm. when a writer finds the right voice, um... It is one of the best things you can read. I think, like, All-Star Superman by Grant Morrison, there is a series that Garth Ennis did in the 90s called Hitman, which was set in the DC mm-hmm. universe. Uh, you mean Matt Ennis? Or huh? Matt Ennis? Matt Ennis, yeah. yeah. Uh, where he has well, that one was issue, fun for you, too. And he has one, uh, one issue where <laughs> Superman like comes in, and the way he writes Superman, and he's this, like, he's this, he's this 
Irish writer, and Grant Morrison is is Scottish, and apparently you've got to be like you know like from Europe to be able to write Superman really well. Yeah, um, that's true. I, I I feel like there's nothing better, but very few writers know how to write him well because My- he comes across as too much of a bitty two shoes. He's too powerful. It's hard to be able to find ways to to uh, to find challenges uh, to make him likable. Well, no, to find conflicts to make it interesting. Not likable, just to make him interesting. Batman is a much easier character to write. One, he looks cool. Um, two, he's not all powered. He has to use his wits right. uh, to be able to like solve problems. And money. 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 Yeah. Just the um, money the problem. To me, like the Superman in this book, which I like, kind of picked up on from the beginning and just went with it, was that he's a fuckboy who thinks he's a real boy. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> Yeah, because like, because like he, well, like because he just constantly makes decisions that he thinks he's in the two a.m. Superman text you you on sup yeah. But I just mean like, there's so many times in this where people are like, and that's why I like why I really like Batman's character so much because he's constantly like, uh, check your shit, and like Superman's like, oh no, like I'm doing the right thing. Like I just don't think he sees beyond his own perspective, which again may go at odds with your, you know, overall digestion of him as a character. But yeah. I think, right, if you don't have as close of a connection to Superman, it it makes sense in this universe where he might have come from. Sure. I love Superman being a goody two-shoes. There's so many great stories where he is a good guy. The thing I hate is when writers pretend he's smart. Because I think yes. more than kryptonite... His stupidity Smart is stupidity. more <laughs> important as a weakness. Yes. Uh, oh, I hate that. I hate I, that. I think, I'm, I'm completely in Whenever he you thinks dumb, about problems, he's not dumb. He's just not as Machiavellian as Batman, but he's an intelligent guy. Is he? He's a fuck. He's a he's an intrepid reporter. He's like he tried to open yeah, a can. I don't want to say reporters eyes. are the stupidest people in the world. But he's a reporter. Pundits are the stupidest people in the world. Reporters can be really smart. No, I, I mean, I think I would agree that that's. There is some level of weakness to that, um, and I like that. That like he's, and that's the whole point of like even the Joker conversation with Batman at the beginning of the book, where he's like, "I wanted to play on easy mode for a while," and I was like, "That's like such a fun to me switch," because it's like so often you would just see characters fighting in their same rogues gallery, so everyone knows they're like it was a good yeah. meta commentary almost that it's like yeah, like you never really see Joker specifically Marvel paired up against had Superman. A, Marvel had a uh, kind of a. Uh, not a miniseries, but like an event in the late '80s called the Acts of Vengeance, when all the bad guys got together. It's like what we, we keep doing? losing. Let's just switch protagonists. <laughs> it's a very, it's like I it's love a, it's that. It's a Avenger Brothers yeah. thing to do too. Just switch them around. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh, yeah, it's like I don't know how to fight this person. Uh, I don't. I, I I I thought the interaction between Superman and the Flash, where they're playing chess, where I love like, that. I, I re- really enjoyable. Glad that the Flash. One, but I, I think it's like a stupid person. Like, you're t- a stupid person who behaves quickly. Why should we respect you? Uh, his plans it's all. Like half our friends, They Brent. all consist, well, they all consist of find the problem and then punch it away. Yeah. That's not friends. a plan. <laughs> That's just saying I'm going to punch. If you're whatever. Zach Zed, he'll throw a wine glass in the back. Yeah, he's very. It's. I wouldn't say he's stupid. He's very simple. He's very yes. simple-minded in terms of simple solutions, simple problems. Like everything has to boil down to yeah a check bar. At least, especially within this world, which is actually again why I think it lends itself so easily because. Like that's why he get like why I mean any of them. Diana's like, 
Jerry's. We need more Jerry's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think, though, like, for very few writers can get Superman right, like I said before. And the way that they deal with him is, like, by depowering him or they make him evil. Um, or, you know, uh, make him a bit of a black hat. And I think that's, that's the way that they find themselves to make, right. make him more interesting. But it's, it is not the most interesting... Pers- my, it's not the most uh, interesting uh, portrayal of the character for me. Yeah. I kind of get that. I mean, it, to me, I mean, in this story, he is just a... Um, he's a plot contrivance... Yeah. How do we get this world to being a and, and it's dictator the, state? Going well, back to what I said uh, uh, initially, it's in the inherent limitation of this. It is it is a video game. They literally had to invent kryptonite pills. Like that's yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Which I do. I was like, I'm a surprise. Oh, we didn't it, even talk about the pills. I mean, they had to because then like that's the only way it makes sense in the game. Those pills. Who's on it? Who's on it? Who's on it? I love that they introduce it with Lobo and Harley Quinn. So it's so goofy and over the top of like, what's this? Okay, and then she like jumps off the fucking motorcycle and slams to the wall. But like, it's a really good safe maneuver. What if that was just his like heart medication? She like wouldn't mind though. That's like, what I, I love about I understood her. why they needed to do it for that, and I was surprised at how easily I was like, it was at least in the universe and like giving with a grain of salt. I was like, I'll buy all of this, and then like you'll see it keeps coming up because they're obviously you've got the bat. Like I keep calling them the Batwomen because honestly it is, and bat like Batman and the Batwomen. Versus like it's not like a sixties band. That's <laughs> 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 my favorite Superman in his game. So like when there's lots of like fighting, they're constantly and like popping coming pills. Coming up next on WKOR, it's Batman in the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Love them on Ed Sullivan. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be. I'm. I mean, I know we're kind of wrapping up, so it'll be really interesting to see years three, four, and five from everyone's perspective. I've read all of it. I know I've talked about it on our regular podcast every fucking day. Ad nauseum. But you can uh, hold me accountable up to two year two and a half and then when it switches over to Brian Bucatello then you can definitely have your own opinions of it because I know that I do alright so as a wrap up hot takes uh, as a wrap up Matt Myers go yeah Matt do you want to summarize what's the ending I can't <laughs> talk bitch you were supposed to read it before about something I haven't read yeah I, that's not true I mean, we I've can also all done argue before, about things that we don't okay. know anything have you been listening to our it. podcast we don't talk about anything intelligently I've listened to one alright what character <laughs> <laughs> oh I feel better I, I did, did more I did. than that and that's our wrap up thank you Matt Myers is like, play something in Pandora. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got the perfect song. So anyways, it's Homo Sapiens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what character do you think you are within this universe? Mm. Nightwing, because I go out like a bitch immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Which pissed me Get off cracked. so much, too. That's I other, loved it. Oh, my God. It annoyed me. Nightwing is my favorite. People were very upset about that when it happened. His neck. Uh, People were very upset. The thing upset. I love about it, number one, is acts of God. Perfect. Love something that just happens that's way worse. It's like a very Coen Brothers. It's very uh, Coen Brothers. The thing. other thing that I love is you're in... Uh, prison. Where are these rocks coming from? <laughs> you're yeah, no. breaking your no. neck off. No, no they, they broke the Sullivan Grundy. It was the debris from the Also, Dick Who's Grayson. Debris? Dick Grayson is an acrobat, and he trips. He doesn't trip. He got, he hit. got, he hit, got, hit, got hit in the head, but then he trips. He doesn't get. He doesn't get. Yeah, he gets. Well, I mean, stunned. it throws he, off his like center of balance. And then he fucking. He's falls. an acrobat. Because he never believed that Damien Dude, would throw you, it at him. Look, in real I've life. thrown some sticks at acrobats, and they go down. Yeah, so they quickly. go down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't really talk about, it, but Damien. Why are you doing sticks at like acrobats? <laughs> 
Oh, yes. He didn't like the circus. <laughs> Damien's know. journey is great <laughs> over know. these Ooh, couple of books. Oh, what? It's Damien's journey is great over these couple of books. I love Catwoman reading him though. Oh, like, yes. You are the worst thing. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Damien, Damien. Nikki, what character are you? I would like to be Harley Quinn because she has spells periodically. Yeah. I do. I do think. If you're in mortal danger, you would ask someone to maniacally laugh. Yeah. Uh, I think fundamentally... You'd also tear out someone's neck while wearing handcuffs. And I have worn a fake And she's like, JK, and then just rips out their You do have a giant head. mallet in your bag at all times, sweet too. Mallet. And you call us all Mr. J. <laughs> Which is weird and it's hard weird. to differentiate. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Which Who Mr. are J? you talking to? <laughs> that, <laughs> Mr. J. That Mr. J. All right. Brian? Um, I th- I'd like to be Green Arrow, but I'm probably that squirrel. Um, <laughs> we all wish you were that squirrel. Uh, well, I can think small too. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. Me. I have very little thoughts. <laughs> what about you, Brett? Um, Guy Gardner, definitely. Mogo, uh, the planet, obviously. <laughs> no, you got. You, if you grew out the mustache, you would look like him. Guy Gardner? Oh, no. Green Oliver? Oh, I was thinking Oliver, yeah. Well, no, Just, he's, like, he's like Stephen Amell is his yeah. uh, celebrity lookalike. Mm-hmm. Is it? We've talked about this before. You oh, see, okay. No, he he want, don't you. Don't, don't let him have that. I know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Stephen Amell, who hasn't been to the gym in a year, but yeah. <laughs> Whoa. No, let's just let's just <laughs> let that, silence. Let just I, I want people to understand my pain right now. <laughs> These are my alleged friends. I never said I was your friend. All right, well, I guess I'm What gonna, character are you going to be? <laughs> are you that that drill instructor? What's his name? The Green <laughs> Lantern guy? You're Gantap, because you're head. Yeah, like the one with the... No, he's a parody. Oh, this yeah, guy, the red guy. Oh, oh Kilowog. The, the Kilowog, yeah. I love that, Kilowog. You're definitely a Kilowog. Yeah, you're Kilowog. No, there's some of the Congrats. I, there was some character I liked. Uh, I don't know who. What, what did you? I, yeah, I was gonna say I would love to be a strong female lead and be Black Canary, but I also know that I'm probably Galaxor. <laughs> <laughs> you are definitely Galaxor. It's good that we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, you've got to have both. That's my aspiration versus my reality. You're actually the Flash. You can run really fast, but you don't know what direction you're going. No, oh, it's oh, true. Or sh- actually, more than anything, I feel like I. Well, no, I think I used to be a Shazam. Like I'd be like, I'm just doing this, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Shazam. <laughs> Yeah. Superman told me to. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, say the word, and then he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna die. You're gonna kill me. Say Shazam, and he's like, Shazam, and then <laughs> I turn into an old man. Uh, can I say one thing that I really did love about this book? Because I feel like I've been shitting on it a lot. Yeah. This podcast yeah. is uh, as having Barbara Gordon being Oracle. Yes, I miss her as Oracle so much. And when they rebooted um, the DC universe in the New Fifty Two, they made her Batgirl again. Um, I, I think what a great way of dealing with somebody who has um, a physical disability. you know uh, disability uh, and being able to like turn into a different kind of a hero yeah. and like she's so fucking cool I, I, I love yeah her. that was good represent that's like weird that was like great representation yeah. um, um, I think Commissioner Gordon you're oh I like that uh, yeah oh god it, it makes sense cancer. that I get cancer and then uh, die I'm a kind space. of likable character but not enough yeah, to be you're really like, the main Why was he point? so difficult all the time? Yeah. Is what we would say yeah, about you yeah. when you die. He kept turning on died. lights. Yeah. <laughs> just say, I'm, go- I'm trying to nap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, us being homo superior, I would like to call out one thing that should be called out. 
Barbara Gordon, um, while the Clayface storyline is going on, there's just a panel of her looking confused and saying, Dick? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, yeah, we yeah. need to like, So we'll be posting that. Yeah. that right. so you'll see a lot more Dick in the yeah, future. Yeah, yeah, take or a, take a yeah. Take a And thank you, uh, Nikki, for running our social media yeah. from now on. And Get at least excited. I'll post things for them. Yeah. They don't understand. You mean her Instagram. They don't understand Instagram. What's the social media? Well, our social media, Homo Superior on Twitter, Homo Superior on everything else. Oh. It's the exact same. <laughs> yeah. It's Homo Superior uh, Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, it's Homo Superior Podcast on Twitter. Keep that name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> Matt Myers, wrap it up. Oh, no. Yeah, just <laughs> recap, <laughs> recap your just general feelings. Yeah, yeah. ride the bull. Talking about uh, it's no. fine. Ne- Matt neither Myers, do we. wrap it up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Just a takeaway. Just one takeaway. Come on, give it to uh, us, dude. This is your fucking. So I actually, it's where I am in it. I'm about. I would say three fourths in the first yeah, of the like first third, the fourth of the way through the first one. I kind of agree with Kellen's point where like I I'm having trouble really agreeing with like Superman's like heel turn. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like I feel like people are making valid points and he's just like ah, but it's like kind of like no, nah, wouldn't he listen a little bit? Look, no. you guys get married and have <laughs> a baby, and then I will make poison gas so you beat your wife into hold on. State that should have been said two hours ago. I hadn't read it then. Fucking wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a note to no, go no, no, out. No, no, no. He was agreeing with me. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm I was, gonna let him go. I, say, I agree with just, Kaylin. Just a hot take. All right. Well, we I guess we all agree with Kaylin's point now. It's been Homer Superior. Dang. Come back yeah. when we talk about the other books. That is not <laughs> over. <laughs> that was the weakest ending I've ever heard. <laughs> no, it's not over. That was the yeah, weakest yeah, beginning yeah, I've ever right. heard. So the perfect. Wait, wait, let's sing it all together. Kaylin's gay, gay and Ryan's gay and Adam's gay and Clay's not here and Clark's not here. We need to find an order to the people. <laughs> Turn this podcast yeah. off. <laughs>